What's up, people? Welcome to Talklandia, where two siblings get candid about their lives with different points of views. We're here to talk about our journey, and we don't intend to shy from any topic that can challenge us while having fun discovering more. This is Techlander with Gustavo and Mariana. And today we actually have a guest speaker, and it's going to be our oldest sister. I'm Luisa. <laughs> Welcome to Techlandia. Um, like we said, today we are actually going to talk about our experiences moving to the United States. So I think it was really important for all three of us to kind of share a little bit of all of that. What do you think? Yeah, talking about our experience moving into the U.S., um, I think we needed this guest uh, speaker, being our sister, to be here with us and share a little bit of our experience here with us. So, mm-hmm. yeah, thank let, you for having me, guys, especially since all three of us has, have such different experiences mm-hmm. moving here. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, um, you'll get to know more, but we actually came at different times. So I think that that's going to be playing a role in how we tell our stories. And I think we, like Lisa said, it's like a different experience uh, because it's like for me wanting to come because I was so attached with my mom. Mariana felt more like, oh, I just do whatever mm-hmm. needs to be done. And for Luisana, she was at an age where like leaving friends and family behind was a little hard, but she still wanted to come. You were so, older. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a good experience for everybody. I think it was going to be fun. <laughs> Luisa's like, not for me. No. Oh, I did not want to be here. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to know why it was harder for her. But I think before we jump into talking a little bit about it, I think it was really important for us. We loved seeing the turnout and everybody supporting us with Talklandia. We saw so many people that I I haven't forgotten about, <laughs> to be real, to be honest. And it's just so nice to reconnect with all friends. And I think same for you, right? You saw know, some people. Yes, I know. We, we, I have talked with a few friends and gotten different opinions and very positive feedback on it. Yeah. So yeah, one I I was I almost forgot that was one of the things that I was like, okay, the best feedback that I that I got was one that people felt like they were right there talking to us <laughs> and then which one you told me one which I think you should share because I thought that was pretty cool well uh, it's a friend of mine Hector Hans um, <laughs> oh, <Lord>. shout out <laughs> shout out shout out to Hector um, he 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 wanted more he he's like you should make it into a 30 minutes, maybe more, maybe an hour and stuff like that. So And he wasn't too fond of the bi-weekly. And he was not very fond about the bi-weekly. And the whole bi-weekly thing is until we get used to this whole whole setup. I mean, we can, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think right now we're just going to leave it like that, but we're still in a in a process of deciding what we're going to end up doing. But yeah, so far, I think I feel comfortable with the, the two weeks. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Like so, yeah. Lisa said, we we're hopefully we're growing with it and make it more fun with us. And like I said, if you feel like you're next to us talking about it and having a conversation, text us while you're while you're listening to it. Like, feel free to connect with us because that's <laughs> I think that's so cool that you can feel like we're right next to yep. to to each other. But it also gave us ideas on yes. what should be um, yep. talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Because. 
we probably have so much to talk about, but if you want us to talk about something else too, then go ahead. But like I said, let's do a quick little birthday shout out. I have three people that I wanted to really highlight, and that is Maria Carolina, which also uh, Caro's birthday, um, Brandon Trevino, or aka B. And then all together, who else will we be saying happy birthday to? Grandma. Tita. Tita, Tita happy birthday. Abuelita Yolanda, feliz cumpleaños. Uh, she's going to be part of this topic today because she was a big part of, yes. of us moving here. So Yeah. So and I figured we wanted to say happy birthday. Feliz cumpleaños, Abuelita Yolanda. Mm-hmm. Yes, a little bit of Spanish today. Um, And we do have one more October episode. So if we forgot about you or you want us to give you a quick shout out, just DM us, comment on whatever we post, and we'll make sure we do that. So anything else before we get on on our topic? No, we're good. Okay, well, since you're our guest and you're the oldest, I think it's only fitting that we start with Luisa's experiences, although Tato came here first, so maybe you two can, like, battle this one out. I'm the young one, and I'm going to, like, I, I, I can last. I can start. I think uh, I have a little bit of a story before you came, which kind of gives my mom a little bit of credit, a lot of the credit from from moving out from where we were staying at to where we got our own place, and finally you came in on board. Uh, so, uh, kind of like to start on the whole moving thing. Uh, I was supposed to move in to the U.S. on mm-hmm. September 12, 2001. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember, but I remember waking up September 11 and waking up to the news of not only about the Twin Towers, but the fact that I was not flying to the U.S. because that was the day that I was flying. Uh, we were traveling from our small town to a bigger town. So you can take so the flight. So we can just take mm-hmm. a flight the next day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it didn't happen, but it did happen September 23rd. So, so that, was, that, was, that was something I wanted to share on that. Um, then, of course, the whole process of moving, leaving, uh, like, of course, my siblings, my grandma, my, my father. But then I was coming home to the U.S. to meet my mom. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was very stoked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was hard for sure. I think you were the one that missed mom the most from what I remember. I just remember you yeah. having a lot of conversations of like wanting to be with mom. <laughs> that's, cause be- that's because he was inviting my dad and they were not getting along. But but do you remember talking about that day? Do you remember how upset you were with me that we upset. didn't get to to fly and you blame it on me because I had been crying I didn't all know this. yeah so we so I had been yeah. crying all night long praying that something would happen that would keep me from coming and clearly I never truly wanted something so Wait, horrible to happen we were supposed to fly, to fly together. together see I always yeah. I always thought that you know I was seven yeah. or slash eight but she I was like he was but, but he came in as soon as the airport opened I didn't want to come oh, so I said I'm, I'm afraid of flying <laughs> I, I don't feel comfortable 
and that just bought me extra two months in yeah. Colombia. But he was so mad at me, and he's like, "See, it's all your fault. <laughs> it's look what happened. Now we can't fly, and it's all because of you." And I'm like, "Well, I mean, it's horrible, but yay, I don't get to leave." You're like, <laughs> you're like, I'm not mad about it. He nah, was so was upset like, with I me. I mean, she was about to throw out a party, and I was just about to cry my ass out. Like, was, you were about to do a funeral. <laughs> that was pretty much how it, how it all happened. But, but then, it, I mean, still remember that it, both my mom and my dad made it happen to where it was just two weeks after the whole incident that I was in. It was the 23rd-ish, right? The 23rd, yeah. I remember so it was that. not even yeah, it was two like weeks. Two, it was a, yeah, I don't re- so, really remember that. But, of the course, like the whole experience, like going through immigration mm-hmm. and stuff like that, it was like a pain Because the they blood. had just opened. That was too yeah. soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it was... So of course I came to, came in through Miami and then we flew from Miami to Houston. So mm-hmm. like I remember like we were about like I, I almost missed I almost missed the flight from Miami to Houston because of how many like how the security was being so tight and stuff like that. It so, took a long time. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I mean, and I still remember like the whole adrenaline like when you get to see Houston from the from the air and stuff like that. And it was crazy, but it was, it was, and you guys knew, like, I wanted to come. Yeah, and, you're um, ready. Yeah. I was scared because, of course, the whole culture thing and stuff like that, of course, the language, but mm-hmm. I was just ready to see my mom. And yeah. So, so, yeah. So, tell us, oh, oh okay, so, so <laughs> moving on to the, like, how everything happened, like, I still remember we moved in with some family, uh, uh, family, uh, friends of the family and stuff like that and then of course we had to move out and get our own place and my mom's goal was to have the apartment all fully furnished before mm-hmm. Luisa came I remember the story yeah and uh it was I was like gosh this is gonna be hard like how is it gonna like how is my mom gonna be like make it happen I still remember like sleeping in an air mattress with like this little super little tv mm-hmm. and like the mattress like we were like we'll go to sleep with the mattress fully inflated and then we woke up the next morning with it like half empty mm-hmm. you know and but all that made it even more special. So by the time Lisa came, like, my mom was like, I want to have a sofa, I want to have a dining table, I want to have, like, a bed for Luisa and stuff like that. <laughs> and I was like, man, like, how is my mom going to make this happen? And she did. She did it. She and always she does. She always does. And then Luisa came in. Then I'll give it all up to you, Luisa. Tell us your experience. It was in November, right? Yes, November 17. It was like, yeah. So it was like a month, like a month and a half, maybe. You guys, you guys, you already hit your, was it 19 years then? 19, 19 years. years. And then you're yeah. about to hit 19 years. 19 years. Since yeah, we moved. It's coming up. And I spent two days with family, um, with Ruben's uh, family in Miami for two days. And, and then I came here. And then right. it was just really tough, too, because first I didn't want to be here. I didn't know the language, and I actually was not allowed to start school mm. because they were getting ready to start finals. Oh. So I had I couldn't, you couldn't enroll. No, I couldn't enroll until January. So <laughs> more time I got to spend with my mom. Which, <laughs> mind you, I don't hate my mom. I love her to yeah. death. But I was 14 years old, and you were in your like you were teenage. I didn't yeah. have a I didn't have teenagers. a relationship with you guys, which I think that that is one of the things that I'm so thankful for that 
our relationship and our bond grew stronger here because that's all we had. Um, Over there, we were not close. I was not close to my parents. I was really, really close to Tita. And my friends were my family. So that was the tough part. And I mean, I was 14, so... (laughs) And I mean, I understand, like, for example, you were in an age where, like, you were, like, with hanging out with friends and stuff like that. And in mind me, like, Luisa was, like, the smart student in the family. Like, she was You're the social one, butterfly, like, She You're was the, the one age. who deserved to go to a private school and stuff. I mean, we, we all did, but she went to, like, an all-woman's or female or girl's school, and it was, like, the next city next to us and stuff like that. So Luisa was always in a different school than us, and... Different schedules, too. Different schedule. I had like the, the you, U.S. schedule, what you guys had, the, the, the cool Colombian schedule, <laughs> yeah. which I guess we'll yeah. touch up on it because that's one of the big differences yeah. between school over mm-hmm. there and school over here. But that also like made you wake up earlier. Yeah. And, uh, we wouldn't see you in the morning. No, because I would be mm-hmm. gone by 5 o'clock in the morning, no, she was, and yeah. you guys would be still asleep, mm-hmm. and you guys came home for lunch, but I didn't. Yeah. And I was done with school at 2.30, but you guys were barely going back yeah. to school. Yeah. And then, lunch, yeah. and then in the afternoon, when you guys came back, I was leaving to go meet my friends that yeah. had the same schedule as mm-hmm. you guys. So I think that's one thing that really shocks a lot of our friends is um, that we weren't as close growing up no. because we are so close now. being yeah. in, like from everybody that's known us it's always been like oh the siblings or like oh that yeah. that like everybody just knows us and I think granted in Colombia they just knew like Tatika or the, but it wasn't it was at a different level it was more because they knew we were blood rather than having a bond right yeah. and I mean and we all had pretty much the same friends or my best friend's brother was Gustavo's best friend or like you know so like yeah. friends and, mm-hmm. and family like everybody knew each other but yeah it's definitely one of the things that I'm thankful for that I'm not quite sure that we would have the same relationship had we stay in Colombia I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. which is another thing about like for example uh it's not like the U.S. where like for example like if you leave in an area then you all get to go to the same school. So when you come from school to your house, all your friends are living in your neighborhood. They all zone. attend your like mm-hmm. they all attend your same school. In Colombia, it's different. In Colombia, yeah. you go to a school that I guess your parents your want parents to pay for, pay for, or, mm-hmm. if, like, or even the like public that. school. Yeah. You just you still get to pay. You get to pick which school you want to go. So it like doesn't necessarily mean that okay, your neighbor goes to your same school, right. but mm-hmm. you become good friends and. And still like, okay, what's cool? So when like, for example, like in my case, when I play soccer and stuff like that, and I knew I was going to play against the team of my neighbor and stuff like that, it was always fun. So we always trash talk for like about a week until we yeah. play. But, but yeah, so that was something that we'll probably touch on a little bit more yeah. later on. So Luisa, just tell us more about your... Your flight experience, your flight especially experience. after 9-11. Like, um, do you remember with the airplane? Honestly, I don't. All I did was cry <laughs> my eyeballs here. You and I had different reasons of why we cried in the I, airplane. <laughs> I was completely upset. Um, so Gustavo did mention that I went to a, a private school, all-girls Catholic school, yeah. um, but... <laughs> <laughs> I got into a fight with one of the nuns in sixth grade. And, uh, Rebel Luisa. It goes that oh, travel gosh. side of Luisa. <laughs> so I knew how to manipulate my parents <laughs> to get what I wanted. <laughs> we're telling you we're getting candid Ooh, here. My dad, we're my not, dad. So, I warned her um, ahead of time that I'm not editing anything out. So, so I went to this school from... Oh. 
<laughs> first grade through sixth grade. Yeah. Sixth grade, I got into a fight with the with the nuns because they just didn't appreciate my um, my business mentality. Oh. I got busted for selling fish at school fish. and candy <laughs> and pictures. And I remember the pictures. The pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I wanted to make some money. Wait, but you gotta clarify the pictures were of <laughs> they were of bands. So. Um, my parents had knew a lot of people, had a lot of connections, so we got to meet a lot of uh, famous singers. Yeah. And yeah. Um, this particular band was called Salserine. I don't know how Which many people famous. remember <laughs> that, but they were, I guess, what do you can I mean, you cannot compare them even to what? One Direction? Not really, because it was like 25 uh, of them. Maybe like CNCO, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. But and they like, were a lot bigger than that, though. They were huge. But like, I think like, for example, like back in the days, like, like the way that we get to listen to music nowadays, it's so much easier. So I think like, for example, right. Like, right. like public wise, I think CNCO is bigger. But I think that all like the fame that Salsidin grew in South America was probably more passionate because it was more connected towards the people that really mm-hmm. like salsa. Yeah, or that maybe, type of salsa. Yeah, maybe like true. a Hispanic version of um, of uh, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I don't know. I think so. It's like the, for the young, like what, for the teen, the well, boy that's because version? Because they, yeah. well, they, they cover all ages. They yeah. had a kid that was five years old and, then and they're from venezuela they're not even yeah. colombian no yeah. so That's interesting. Okay. we got um long story short uh, my dad got me on the bus so i actually beat all this crazy fans and he got me in the airport <laughs> and i got to ride with them in the bus from the bus to the hotel yeah. so honestly I-, I feel like we could do a segment on all the things Lisa has gotten to do <laughs> with like with like artists, yeah. even with the flight attendants. I feel like she's always making like always gets a hook up from like that. Like I remember one time we flying with Luisa in the very last row. <laughs> you and I, we could see her and she's like, really just with the chatting with the flight attendants. Yeah. Like was that good? coming from Colombia the I don't first know. time? I, don't I don't remember so. when you was, but yeah. But you always get your way around like things and stuff like I'm that. I'm not like that anymore. Anymore. I am not that social butterfly anymore. I'm pretty uh, shy now. Yeah. That's Mariana now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so anyways, I got some pretty cool pictures that clearly nobody had. And I capitalized on that and I sold them to all the crazy girls at my school. And um, I was able to make a lot of money, but I got in trouble. Yeah. So I didn't want to be at that school anymore. And my mom had just bought me a brand new uniform. And then I thought, huh, how can I get away from not having to come back to this school? So on my way home, I literally, oh, I was so bad. I literally gave away my shoes, my blazer. Pretty much all my uniform, <laughs> because I knew that my dad would not buy me another one. And that's how I didn't have to go back. And I got enlisted, enrolled to you guys, same school. Yeah. Because it was, um, it was a mixed school boys and girls mm-hmm. and I had a lot of friends that went there and I wanted to be in the same school as them so I so, so that's why you were switched to art school yes wow I didn't yeah because to me because <laughs> because you know my dad wouldn't pay more than he paid for you guys so to be honest my mom had to pay for the difference between what my dad paid for y'all school and what the difference to me was 
which, money. Which, <laughs> Sorry. Which it was a lot more expensive, mm-hmm. so my mom had to cover the difference. Yeah. So I knew that if I capitalized on that, my dad would be super happy that he didn't have to pay for it, and I was not forced to go back. So he went in and enrolled me, and I know I crushed my mom's heart, but... I was ready for a change. This yeah. this nuns were crazy. <laughs> I feel like this is the second of like crazy time at um, a Catholic school. Oh gosh, yeah, but no. So before we came here, um, I took tests early, so I tested out of eighth grade. Mm, um, you know, school in Colombia starts in January, yeah. January or February. It's like very like. You February. February. I, I feel like it's I, February. I can't beginning. Me. It's been like yeah. about 19 years. And then you have, <laughs> and then you have a month off yeah. in the summer from June to July, and then you go back to school in July, and then you're in school until November, and then your no, summer break is between November and January, February. Yeah. So the because bigger, Christmas, yeah. it's such a big. It's not like thing here, like with the bigger break is on the summer over there. The bigger break is on Christmas time. Right, because we don't have the four seasons, so there's not like yeah. summer and, yeah. and winter time. <laughs> it's always tropical. So. Yeah. Since we were moving here in September, I, t- I tested, I took my test and I tested out of eighth grade um, in June. Yeah. So I was all set so that I could start ninth grade yeah. here. Uh, but since we didn't get to come, then my friend, my best friend Daniel, convinced uh, my dad to allow me to register in El John Dewey, mm-hmm. which I had never been. I never went to that school. Um, but I didn't have to worry about the grades. All I had to do was to pay to socialize. Mm-hmm. So for the last two months, I all I had to do was go to school to be with my Your friends. Your priority was social life, oh, which yeah. you took like a good businesswoman. <laughs> you capitalized on it. But do you realize that this is something that even Mariana went through? Like she went back to Colombia for a summer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, spent summer that you in Colombia. <laughs> And she literally got my dad to. (laughs) She got my dad to pay for her school for like what was it like even a month or something. I was only a month. And he was just to socialize. (laughs) He was just to socialize. No, but you'd be proud of me. I literally like one of the reasons how I met Natalia was like her dad would teach me algebra, and this is for a test that I wasn't even gonna like. (laughs) It wasn't gonna matter, but I was studying for a test. Do you know that there was one time that the teacher came and got me? So I was in eighth grade, but all my friends were ninth and tenth graders. Mm-hmm. And one of the teachers came and got me from the classroom, from the ninth grade classroom, because <laughs> I was talking to my friends like literally during class. Wow. I was in a whole nother. You really group. did not care. I didn't care. I mean, what were they going to do? Expel me? I didn't care. I had already passed the grade. <laughs> I don't know if that was a favor, if it was just a mistake. No. <laughs> like, the school's probably like, maybe we're not going to do this again. Oh, gosh. The girls did not <laughs> like me. I was they, like, she probably was like, um, she's leaving, she's leaving. That's all they were thinking. Yeah. The administration was like, she's leaving, she's leaving. Like, she's, like, she's, like, she's like, thank God I don't have to put up with this girl. No, but seriously, I'm not a bad girl. Like, I never got in trouble. I just... I just really, really liked spending time with my friends. I had yeah. a really good group of friends that were very supportive, and they are great people. Yeah. And, I mean, mm-hmm. we still stay in touch, and they're all very, very successful. Yeah. And I think I that's a, I, like, I mean, I'm pitching this out there, but uh, talk, talking about, like, going back to Colombia would be a really, like, awesome 
um, topic or some stories. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. I think that as Jack gets older, I would love for him to go to school in Columbia for, like, a summer um, yeah. for his English. Tell us who Jack is for oh, all the talk sorry. <laughs> Um So Jack's my son. Um, he's 10. Oh, oh Lord. He's gotten so big. Yeah. I know. That's going to come soon. Can't even believe it. He, so, so whenever you moved, like, to in November, like, was that, did you keep in touch with any of your friends? Oh, yeah. We used to talk all the time. We mm-hmm. used to, like, <laughs> do you remember Messenger? <laughs> that thing was AOL. Cool. AOL. Oh, my gosh. AOL. Oh, what was the Messenger thing for AOL? I think it was just you get, MSN. No, no, no. No, MSN was Hotmail, but there was... Um, I don't remember what it was called, but there was AOL. but there was a messenger version of uh, if you Hotmail. do let us know because I'm I'm brain fogged. It, it's it's not around anymore. And then we had the chats. Remember the Latin chats where your friends could log yeah. in and it was like a public Ooh, chat, but no. you still I was too young. But, <laughs> yeah. but that was, I was eight. so some people could get on there to meet other people. But if you knew, <laughs> but if you knew the name of that's the, called Tinder now. <laughs> no, not really. I don't remember it like that because we always knew no. like the the room the the chat room number. So all of our friends it would was, get on yeah, it, so it we could all talk. It was crazy because it's like. Twenty people started. having twenty different, like ten different conversations, <laughs> and you're like waiting for like I remember it was like a red color, like the font was red. If it was the conversation that you were having with the other person that you knew, I just remember like, gosh, all these people like are in there. But like I, rem- I remember that. Well, like, this was the two thousands. The internet yeah. had just came out. Do you remember we Still didn't even dial. have we didn't even had a computer at home. We used to go to the internet um, in Colombia. Yeah, or in Colombia, we at the internet cafes. cafes. Yeah, we had yes. to go to the cafes mm-hmm. to do it, and it's like which it's is crazy. also the reason why we probably Luisa will sell pictures in in school because that's what we did in Cordoba when like when my, the whole thing about me selling lemons, lemons. Mm-hmm. and like like literally we have like this farm which like grew a lot of fruits and stuff like that and that was so embarrassing by the way <laughs> Why? it was not embarrassing but I'm going to give a quick shout out to all the listeners I know we're going all over the place <laughs> but this is exactly why we're having such a hard time knowing how long we want to talk for because we could talk for four hours so yeah. just we are still going to talk about our live experiences <laughs> but if we take some detours Come join us to our detour. We so. haven't even gotten to Mariana yet. Oh my god! No, we haven't, haven't even finished. finished with I haven't even finished. There's like I told you, I tried to say long story short, but okay. that never worked. Screw the twenty minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're making a big Hector happy. This is gonna be a happy He'll get more. Right? He'll get more. Yeah. He's gonna probably call me on like. Thursday or something. He's like, thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank you for one, my one hour. <laughs> so how much did you charge for those lemons? <laughs> Let's see. So, okay, we're rounding it up to 22 oh, no. minutes already. Yeah, I'm telling you. Oh, wow. Okay, well, let's just keep talking then. <laughs> I don't drink coffee, I'm so. Not gonna lie. I'm not going to lie. I was really looking forward to summer moon. But we, if you close. listen all, like if you can hear our little ice clinging, that's our, our today coffee. it's brought to you by Starbucks. So <laughs> we pay for it. They did not sponsor us. No sponsor. One day, one day. I don't know. I would want to be sponsored through summer moon no. than Starbucks. I think so I would, I'm, I'm much rather like a co- local coffee or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, summer yeah. moon. Have you had summer moon yet? I have not. Oh. We'll take them. Yes. Because no. I don't drink coffee and I'm hooked on it. 
that's how good it is. Yeah, yeah she's Colombian, but like I always knew growing up, like not to even offer her. Have you ever no, had like my no, house no, no. coffee? That's a that's a story I for another not. time. <laughs> I have not had yeah, every day my house coffee. Your no, house I'm coffee. so excited for fall to really <laughs> kick in because Coca Hoda has the best. Lavender lattes, and I can only have it in the falls because they haven't perfected the iced. I don't think the I've gone. Yeah, it's like I can only. There's certain places that have the latte iced, like lattes, but. Uh, so my question about coffee: Who is the one who always introduced coffee? Mari, like I don't know, but I feel like Mariana is the one that always come up with the, like the cool places to go drink coffee. That's because. <laughs> that's because I like trying new places. Hey, I would like to think that. I introduced her to Summer Moon, even though I'm sure her no. friends, I'm sure her friends have mentioned it Actually, before, but I think I pushed her to finally go and try it. False. Um, Mackenzie's <laughs> obsessed with Summer Moon, because they have one in San Antonio before they had one in Katy. Oh, man. So all of my, I think, like, what, Mackenzie, uh, Brittany, and I think Sarah, like, there's so many people from my UTSA crew that, yes. Yeah, but you know. barely tried it a couple of weeks ago. I haven't tried this one. This location, but I don't oh. always, but I have never tried like the half moon, like all of those like types. I've never actually like been as much exposed to it that I have lately. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I did have a little bit of it. Okay. <laughs> because Let's continue I usually with the go, hot coffee okay. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, usually I like Coco Hodo or like local or no, in old Katy, there's this really cute place called Serenity Coffee. It's so cute. It, it is. I recommend it. It's very quaint. In, in the management is yeah. it's awesome so let's but go it, ahead and continue with Luisa and I do want to mention something like Luisa if you ever come up with those pictures that you have of your fun times riding in the buses and stuff like that let's go ahead and get let's go ahead and like and get like a little scrap picture or something like that showing it and just can post it on the, on the website oh on, I wish I could Instagram. but all my pictures remember I didn't want to be here all I took is my box of sentimental value that all my friends make me. I still have it. I have that. But I don't have any pictures because I left them in the in, in my room. Mm. And my dad says that he has them. Yeah. But last time we but I've been to Colombia twice and each time he gives me an excuse. I don't think that he wants to part with those pictures. Probably so not. I don't know because I did saw a box. Like I saw a box full of pictures. But I, We're I mean, have to go raid yeah. dad's house. I, I but want like, to you know because what? that's the only place. That's the only place that has Joanna's picture. So for yeah. sentimental value, which Joanna is? <sighs> Joanna was my childhood's best friend who passed away during the Colombian earthquake. Um, and 1999. We, in 1999 and obviously you know social media was not around which I wish that it was because then I would have had a lot of pictures and stuff yeah. um, so the, but I've seen like the Molotov pictures like I think Paul Andrea yeah, do have yeah, there's some pictures, Molotov yes. pictures mm-hmm. I have a few Salserin pictures okay. and I have a few of um, I don't know if I have one of uh, Ricky Martin and Shakira uh, How about like the what's it called Elvis Crespo? Well, I have some of Elvis Crespo. Because um, back in the we'll day, we have to go look. Well, back in the day, it wasn't like you could Google like these pictures. Like 
it was what 20 20 pesos for a picture of these artists that's how you that's how you be were a fan like the fan clubs yeah. all of it it's owning posters yeah. remember yeah, you posters. have access to all of those things right and most like nowadays would... everybody has a printer here right in colombia you you couldn't every no. time you needed a picture or something like that you needed to go like a like a photography place or something like that because so. mostly of those most most of those pictures were taken with those uh, disposable cameras yeah. too so. But I wish I wish I, I had those pictures, but yeah, if I can if I can get my hands on some of them, yeah, definitely. maybe maybe the ground maybe dad will decide to give us those pictures <laughs> back. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's let's wrap it up so we can get to Mariana. So tell us like how was your experience like 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 your first thoughts when you arrived to the US? How was it for you? Um it was hard. I was happy to see my mom, but I was ready to go back. I yeah. was really, really that would that that lasted for a while. Uh, you, three years you, to be exact. Yeah, it you lasted happy. for a long yeah. time. I refused to learn the language. I refused to have fun. I refused to fit in. Mm-hmm. I was just. I was lost here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. School. I went from. I was not a vain person in Colombia. I like to think that I was a pretty cool, like, I used to say that I was, like, the lawyer of the poor people because I was out <laughs> to defend, you know, yeah. I was out to defend everyone. Like, yeah. I, I never held my dad's or my mom's position or money or anyone. I was just yeah. cool with everyone. But I went from being someone who everybody li- genuinely liked and um, everybody knew me and I fit in everywhere mm-hmm. to being a nobody, to yeah. being a person that nobody wanted to be around. Mm-hmm. I had the girls in my ESL class that would not talk to me because I was too pretty and they were intimidated. Or the American girls that didn't like me because I didn't know the language. Or, yeah. you know, I just didn't fit in anywhere. And we, and we got into Katie, which back in the day was not... There was not that many Hispanics. Oh, no. And I mean, and I had to go to Katy High School, which yeah. was Very. by far the worst, most racist all around. Not yeah. just, not just like white people, not, I mean, not being rude or anything like that, but like not just, like, not just um, white people being racist towards us, but even like Mexicans, Salvadorians, like Puerto Ricans, like, everybody was just super racist against each other, yeah. jealous, it was bad. I used to come home crying every day, and that I will give my mom, because I only had to last in that school for a month, and yeah. she moved, she found a better apartment, and we got to go to Cinco Ranch, and that was <laughs> completely three... We 360 felt, we, we degree change like in, in synchronous I think it was because of uh, I don't know maybe because there was a lot of people that were going through our same same same, same thing yeah like, you know, like it was definitely better situation. I mean speaking of the people that went there the students the friends the teachers yeah. like it was just all around a way better experience um, I just still didn't want to be here. Yeah. Well, but also you got to think about, like, Katie is located in an older development. So you've got, like, the ones that actually were born and raised yeah. in, in Katie. And Synchronch was located more in the new new Synchronch area. So there were more, like, newer people that were filling in those areas. Yeah. So I think diversity-wise, Synchronch was more... But not really. Processed. Not really. When we first moved there, like, Synchronch was probably... 
96% Caucasian. It was, yeah. but it was, because, but it was, but it was people that were that moved a lot, like yeah. people that had just relocated back to the United mm-hmm. States. Uh, a lot of like people that dealt with oil industry so yeah. that they moved around a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. granted i don't think that that's the way that sinko ranch is no, i think it's that it's a that. lot more diverse mm-hmm. but I, I think like for example like that like for example like i think Tompkins school like mm-hmm. in katy and i know we're talking about like a bunch of katy area like for like for a lot of our listeners don't probably don't know like know or are not located but uh, for example, like I think Tompkins is going through that. A lot of new development around Tompkins area and stuff like that. That's what Synchronch used to be back when we moved into Katy or mm-hmm. into Texas. Mm-hmm. And yes. I think it's a lot of people, like not only, but I think like I remember like when I started in Synchronch High School, that's when a lot of people moving from all over the world, like, like uh, from people from Argentina, there's a lot from of Colombia, Argentina, Bolivia, Venezuelans. So that's when I finally felt at home. Because, mm-hmm. like, for example, like in my case, I moved into Beckjian High, that was my first school. And I think the percentage of like Hispanics was not that even that high. I don't think it mm-hmm. even got to the 10%. So my best friend was a German guy and a Chinese guy. <laughs> that's awesome. I like and that. Yeah. Like, the Chinese didn't speak any English. And the German didn't speak English, and I only speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. So we learned our own like system of like sign language, <laughs> but <laughs> but we I mean stick we, figures. <laughs> yeah, like we 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 made it happen, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, let's jump into how about Mariana? Tell us a little bit about about your experience. Oh my gosh, I feel like I I inserted myself in a little bit of you guys' story, but like I said, <laughs> I was the last one. I don't ever remember knowing like the whole plan. Of, like, why moving to the United States. All I knew was that you guys were moving. Mom was not with me. And I am... I don't want to say I'm a mommy's girl or a daddy's girl. But I definitely knew that I wanted it. Like Tato said, I think I wasn't as much as attached as he was. But I definitely was ready to be with mom. After, because I lasted, what, maybe from... December. June from June to December to December without mom and that was hard and I just hard. remember I don't know what the full knowledge of me moving here was for everybody in Colombia for my dad for even myself but I just remember moving and every time we talk about the transition I do remember my flight to 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 That's here cool. I remember it, like, I closed my eyes, and, like, I remember it, and it's even more so that in 2017, when we went back to Colombia, and it was the first time that we have flown back to, like, that airport, because Wait, it's out 17? of Armenia. Didn't we 2000, go seven? The, the 2017, when we went back for Dad's wedding. Did, didn't you go for 2007, though? Yeah, we all did. Yeah, but we came to... we Didn't we, we land... We flew through Cali. Yeah, we flew oh, through Cali. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. So flying she's into about, Kindia, Armenia. She's talking about, like, leaving from Armenia and then going back the first time 16 years later. Yeah. It was very Back different. to that airport. Like, I had never been to that airport yeah. besides yeah. when I left the country to move to the United States. Yeah. So I... It just... It, like, flooded me with emotions because I was like, this... It's this is the last place I stepped before like like living here. And I just remember I think my grandma knew that this was like a forever goodbye or like we didn't know when the last time was. But I just remember crying. I remember her seeing us through like the clear like window. 
Yeah. And the 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 flight attendant like was just trying to calm me down because I was just crying and crying. <laughs> but and you crying. flew with dad. I flew with dad, but I mean, I I I think of everybody. I was really. Behind, I, I recall that like because for example, like the first time I flew out, like when I flew out, we flew by ourselves. We flew by ourselves. I remember saying bye to too. mom when she left. Like just peeking at her airplane when she left in June. Yeah, I remember. I remember saying bye to her. Um, but yet yeah, that's I and I flew straight to Houston. Yeah. So I, the first airport that I touched was Houston, and I just remember being so grand because you know, like international flights, the the luggage it's already like lit up. I think yeah. Houston has like the prettiest international baggage, like <laughs> area. If that's it's so lit up, I, I always I think about. I just it. remember coming into Houston and being like. Where's where's NASA? Where's <laughs> I NASA? can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see Houston, it. Where we have a problem. <laughs> Houston, or we all the or all the buildings yeah. from the novelas, but that's definitely not what it looked like when yeah. we got here. Like for me, like flying into Houston was like, like where's the mountains? Like that I, never, I never picture thing. mountains because Columbia is pretty good. Like we have pretty good views. Yeah. But, but I don't think I have that's what I'm saying. But like going from like mm-hmm. a bunch of mountains into like nothing. Or yeah, the weather. Oh my goodness. We well, have perfect yeah. weather in Armenia. Yeah. And, yeah. Then and I came here. in the winter. But luckily, so. you, like, I mean, you, both of you came in the winter. I came more like in the fall. Yeah. So that was like that for me was like okay this is perfect weather but like for you guys I remember you guys came in like in, in like in the winter time yeah it's cold it yeah. feels like my heart yeah. just kidding <laughs> yeah that was it was definitely that's but I do remember thinking like wow this is so nice because there's so many cars like you know in Colombia you don't see that like maybe in Bogota but like in Armenia you don't have that type of metropolitan environment it no. was just so it was different no. for sure and i thought it was cool i was definitely like yeah. wow like this is the united and states just to give you guys an idea like for example like we were from like a little like a very very small town mm-hmm. like you can go it's in a nice. car you from one but... yeah like you can just grab a car and just drive from one end of the town to the other one like what in 15 minutes mm-hmm. like literally like it's so small <laughs> and uh, people drive like crazy and so. here in houston like <laughs> yeah. over there we could just go from one st- end of the city to the other one and like in a bicycle or even walking Walk. we walked everywhere but here in houston you need a car like yeah. if you don't have a car you're nothing you, you cannot get yeah. around you, that was another stuck. reason we didn't fit in because we didn't have cars <laughs> so right. we were still high schoolers riding the bus and that was not cool well, that was, <laughs> yeah that was y'all's experience because my high school i we we've, i've had plenty of rides <laughs> yeah yeah we we had well you got to go you you got to experience elementary school, junior high, and yes. high school here. Yeah. Which we that's do. why it was so emotional for me when Jack started high uh, elementary school because I was like, man, like like I got to experience elementary school here. So it's how just was, how was the, like I know a lot of people deal with bullying, but like for example, I know bullying starts at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And like, that's how what, was it for you? That's why I'm such a big advocate of like having these conversations with the young because and you mentioned something like you don't just face racism by the majority or whatever no. you also face it by Your the minority people. exactly because the person that i remember bullying the most at in like elementary school right out of coming into in um enrolling it was similar in elementary actually and he was mexican-american yeah and his mom was only spoke Spanish and he would be the one that would call me out on the fact that I didn't know Spanish and I couldn't play in the playground and I had two friends in that school which both of them were actually Americans and that school overall was really good because like 
like I said, I would I didn't know any English at all. I didn't know how to say like words bathroom or anything and the teachers would let me respond in yeah. in, in Spanish. They would add like you know, like little flashcards for additions. I don't know if you guys ever experienced that, but like in elementary yeah. school, you're you're learning how to do addition and you could get like flipped up a card and you have to like speed answer it. They would let me do it in, in, in Spanish. Yeah. And, and I have like a good, uh, one of my experiences like back in, in, in junior high, for mm-hmm. example, it's like when I was, I was really good in math. Mm-hmm. Really. I, and I think I still I am. I'm, I'm yeah. like in math. But, like, I remember, like, the division, that the way that we do oh, division gosh, was way different, different. Mm-hmm. you know? And I recall, like, I didn't speak the language, but the guy would say division, so I knew what he meant by wanting to do a division. So I would just go in the board, do my division the way that we do it in Colombia, mm-hmm. and got the answer right. But the guy was like, that's not right. what do you just do there? I was like, division. I was like, that's the right answer, like, like right? And I recall trying to explain to him how I got it and like he still said yes correct he even wrote like the check mark next to it but he also put a question mark Mm -hmm. so I was like so I got the answer I got the work done uh so but no he worked to get me to do the division the American way yeah see and that is why I am so thankful of the teachers that I got at Cinco because Ms. Shigarik, oh, she was amazing. And she actually had me stay after classroom, after class. We couldn't communicate. <laughs> we couldn't yeah. say anything to each other. I would like to think that my English was a little better than you guys, but I still was so resilient yeah. that I didn't want to be here. And yeah. maybe I knew, but I didn't want to use it and I refused to learn it. I so you know, I was yeah. only affecting myself, but yeah. still I couldn't have like a fluid conversation but she would keep me after school and she learned mm-hmm. how to do it and then wow. she's like it doesn't matter sweetheart like you do it like this and you I teach me because that like way that. Yeah. oh my teachers were today's teacher we're recording tuesday no monday today's monday what am i thinking um <laughs> but today's actually teacher's day so shout out to Ooh. that teacher for yeah miss yeah. and miss sullivan yeah. My Sullivan was my English teacher, and she was amazing. I actually don't remember my, te- my elementary. I Didn't remember Miss McDonald's and Miss for English. Sullivan for for no. senior. No, 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 no. Yeah, see, and I, I think only recall one teacher from high school, which I still have. Like I'm in touch with her. Miss Bud Nelson. <laughs> no, oh, well, you know what? That was it. Like that was Spanish. like the Spanish teacher, Spanish but like I still I still speak with my ESL teacher. With, Ms. Gutierrez? Uh, me, no. Oh, no, Ms. Gutierrez uh, wasn't Ms. Kate. Ms. Bipus. Hmm. Um. Yeah, no, we had really good teachers in, in Cinco, but you know what? Like, you guys got to experience the whole thing. I got thrown into ninth grade, and then halfway through ninth grade, they're like, oh, you have too many credits. Mm-hmm. We're going to move you yeah. to tenth grade. Then I'm in tenth, halfway through tenth grade, and they're like, oh, you have too many credits. We're going to push you. And then they're like, oh, you only really need... English 3 and English 4, so we're going to, if you want to take them simultaneously, then you can graduate. Yeah. So I got a year and a half of school. I was yeah. not ready. Yeah. I did not know the language. Yeah. What was I going to do in college at 16? I remember like, yeah, walking I remember into that. the classroom my first day in college, and my teacher's like, are you looking for your mom? No, mm-hmm. I'm not looking for my mom. <laughs> I'm a student, but I had no business being in college, and yeah. I felt like... That was 
hindering me more than anything. I should not have been taking English three and four at the same time as well as speech. Couldn't speak, so but gra- they put me in speech. But you, but you, what, you graduated one year earlier, right? We, you were supposed to graduate in 2005, right? But you graduated in 2004 or 2006? Well, I should have graduated in 2006. But you graduated, but you graduated. But I graduated in 2004. Yeah. Two years. So two Damn. years. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was crazy. I was not ready. You always were like a smart girl. Like I, I still recall, like, don't bother your sister. She's doing homework. And like, Luisa would get mad. I don't remember that. Well, oh, cool. yeah. Well, Luisa I... in Colombia, she would get mad. Like, well, it's really... cool in Colombia. It's so much harder than it is here. Yeah. And I mean, it's crazy to think that in, you know, a first world country would lack so much. I mean, it's ridiculous. It should not be that way. It should mm-hmm. school should be better here. Yeah, no, that's um, and that's one of my newfound like struggles. It's like I used to, I used to like want to be so involved with like the school system, and like in just recent years, I've lost so much. Like it's just so mind blown to yeah. me how um, limited they're making our, our and children. And how they allow mm-hmm. you to change everything and pick and choose what classes you take. Yeah. Like in Colombia, you don't get to choose if you're going to take algebra or if you're going to take calculus. You have to take it. And if you don't take it, you don't pass. And you guys, I'm sure you guys know my opinion about school. Right. It's not that I don't agree about school. Or Tell anything. us, enlighten the listeners about your, <laughs> in a quick little short story. No, how can long you make story, that short? Long, long story, story short. short. Well, I, you, I love how so, I'm a little sister, but I'm like keeping y'all like aligned. I'm surprised we haven't gotten in trouble yet. No, but like, mm-hmm. the, like the thing is like, for example, like you guys knew like growing up in Colombia, I... I still remember, you like, I was better. But, like, the craziest thing is, like, I remember, do you guys remember, like, the 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 last two weeks of school? Like, I think we finished school, like, two weeks. You guys always finished school two weeks before I did because that <laughs> two weeks after school ended was to kind of, like, to, to, make, up for the to make up for the grades and stuff like that. But, I mean, come and on, this little, one, I, this little I one repeated first grade, so. Oh, she just called me out. She just called you out. Ooh. She just called you out. But, like, the thing is, like, for example, in my case, I remember you know, Lisa, I Lisa would get mad at me because she knew that we would have to wait for vacations to start, like, to go for like, travel to wherever we needed to go because I took those two weeks to pass my grade. And the craziest thing is, like, my grades went from, like, being, like, a C student to a B-plus student in those two weeks. And I was crazy. I, I, and I was just I, lazy. And I didn't know, like, if it was just that I knew I could pass it in two weeks, but I knew, like, I could do that, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, you guys knew, like, arts, sports... Yeah. You know, and all that stuff. I, I, all the I stuff that I was But when I came in. to the U.S., I remember that I went from being like that regular student into like top student in in junior high. Yeah, you did. You did win the top or the yeah. those yeah. awards. It's just because he really wanted to be here, and I mean, it's like <laughs> that's a story for another time. And I don't even know that that's something that we will touch. Probably not. But I had to see and live so many experiences that were not age appropriate with mom and dad that that just kind of you know push me yeah, push me away from from them so like you guys being attached to mom and dad was not me because pretty solo I had to because I family. had to be mm-hmm. an adult at a really young age when it came to their issues yeah. and I remember that the blaming so much on me but I was just 
wanting to keep those issues to myself. I didn't want you guys to yeah. to see it and experience it. They're trying to protect us from all of that. Right. And you guys didn't understand back then. I know that we've had yeah. this conversation and you guys understood a little bit more as to why I was like so cold but <laughs> but yeah this 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 definitely was re- was really hard but it's um i think that in the whole perspective of it is that a word um i'm glad that we came and, and i'm oh, glad and that that's we're one here of the, that's one of the things that i have really had to self-reflect for my experience moving here it's that um as much, there's two points on that. It's as much as I wish that, um, not necessarily a wish, but I know that in Colombia, financially, we were so set yeah. and we had been exposed to so much, I don't want to say luxury because we were middle class, but we yeah. had, we were we like pretty everything. high we middle had class. everything that we needed and more. To our disposal from mates to like our, the teachers, even everybody just knew our, our last name was, was well known, but I will always think the fact that we moved here because that has humbled me. And in it, recent years- a lot like a lot. it's a it's yeah. the best humbling that has ever been experienced the only thing I, I like i've noticed from my personality personality that it's starting to come out a little bit more in recent months which i think yeah. you guys have noticed it right. it's just reflecting on the fact that when i moved in colombia i was very outspoken i was i was uh, very comfortable with my friend group i never yeah. shied away i was never one to be a people pleaser but when i moved here i became so like i was so not confident in what I was saying, how I was saying it, where yeah. I was going. So yeah. it kind of like, I feel like I packaged that like Columbia Mariana and like kept her really like really <laughs> safe. Until now. Until, yeah, honestly, until until now, because I feel like I, from being a leader in Colombia, I became a follower here. And I think I'm trying to like let out the leader back in me. And I think. Oh, not, and, and, and not I, very slowly. And, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, but I do like, but I do like, I think the fact that we were able to do those two roles, mm-hmm. that we were able to pick up on that. Like, okay, you know what? You want to be a follower? You want to be a leader? I think right now you're getting to a point where like you are becoming that leader that you want to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. the person you that know? you were meant but to be. But the thing is that you went through the whole learning process of becoming a leader, becoming a, a follower, and then mm-hmm. now you're like, okay, I got both worlds. This is what I want. Yeah. You know? And I do agree with the fact that, like, of course, Colombia gave, gave you one thing and the U.S. gave you another thing. Because mm-hmm. what you were saying, like, like the fact that going from, like, a middle, like a good middle class in Colombia and not needing mm-hmm. everything because we had it all Even to the now... exotic animals. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to now needing, like, to help mom work. You know, yeah, and that's one of the things that I tell my mom. Like, don't I don't need riches, but I like the time that we share and stuff like that. That's more valuable. We started appreciating those moments more than the monetary, and I think that's. And I still remember, mm -hmm. like, my best times was throwing newspaper with my mom. Yeah, you know, and Mm -hmm. going to Jack in the Box and eating Jack in the Box. Yeah, you know. I don't know. That's my personal like yeah. like experience here. Like, I kind of know you probably have a different one. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa had her scapegoat. Like, <laughs> we all know her. Uh, I'm not, I I don't deny it. I'm not proud of it. Nah, I did I mean, have my my rough time, and it's like I just didn't want to open it up. I wanted to go back, and 
I did have a clear idea that I was supposed to just come here, try it out, and then I was allowed to go back. But I think that what made it worse is that when I wanted to go back, I was not allowed to leave. So, I mean, like I said, everything happens for a reason. Everything's so different. I still believe deep down in my heart, I believe that we would have been successful no matter what. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that we would have been bad kids because we were given so much over there. But I do think that being here grounded us. Mm, That's the biggest thing. It gave us... um, Check, so we're on the same page on that. (laughs) We all agree. We we went through some scary times as far as security. I mean, for those who do not know, we Mm -hmm. came here under political asylum too, which was Mm -hmm. one of the main reasons why we couldn't go back. Mm -hmm. And I remember the lawyer telling us that we couldn't go back until we were citizens. And I just remember turning around and telling my mom, like, I hate you. I'm never going to be able to go back. (laughs) And I did I hate my mom? No. But I just wanted to go back. And not only was I not able to go, but then I was told. Social life. Yeah, and then I was told I can't go back. Like, seriously, that's not going to happen. But there's nothing that I could do about it. So It also took five years. We've all mentioned that we were really close to our mom's... um, mom which is a grandma so our maternal grandma and it took us five years to see her and, yeah, and that's hard. the person that I grew up with that yeah, she's was our, that mm-hmm. was my backbone and that was my everything so mm-hmm. going from so, seeing her every yeah. day to not seeing her at all mm-hmm. that was the toughest part for me I have, it wasn't have so pictures. much the friends but my gra- grandma like, not only was she our grandma like she was like a second like, mom like a second mom yeah. she, like, she was everything she cooked she took care of us like and I, yeah well you know what my parents were not bad but i was while horrible they were to out, her like, but that's yeah. another story don't <laughs> well, let's not get in that one today let's just say that i just owe her a lifetime of apologies for what a horrible child i was in colombia which is why i'm so thankful that i came here and i was humbled and my mouth was shut for a while <laughs> we have a lot to thank her yes. for because part of the person the people that we are it's mm-hmm. because of her so it was really I think aside from friends and and social Mm -hmm. life and everything, that was the toughest part, not having her around. So, um, Mariana, uh, I know we we didn't finish with you on your experience here. No, honestly, that was like the biggest, the biggest thing was, again, like I just, um, the experiences of just. She loves it here. I do. She I always has. Always I will has. always be think. I will always say that I'm down to go back to Colombia, but I will never move uh, to back to Colombia. However, um, with going back with the education system, I do think that, I, like Luisa said, I would, I would love to experience raising a family internationally, just because there's just something to being able to walk to school and having a small close friends that I do think I would um, America lacks. As far as experience, but I, I'm grateful for. I'm grateful. I every, don't every think every little bit of it. Every ex- little bit of it. Exactly. The good and the bads, and I think we touched. You just bottom learn from until it. Like, yeah. like we got to a point where, like, okay, this is the bottom of like the worst and worst and worst. Can't Meaning, like, get any worse than that. Can't get any worse than that. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that we got out of it. The opportunities, like the opportunities yeah. that we have here. And again, like Lisa said, we would have the opportunities in in, in Colombia. However, I think that we would have built a different um, ethic method to our yeah. things, just because right now we can we can kind of have a feeling of how to be 
in the lower middle class or you know what I mean like the struggles have like really shaped our leadership yeah. and I don't think we would be able to empathize with that in Colombia well and you have a point like the whole ethical like mm -hmm. I remember going back to Colombia and just being in heaven mm -hmm. but we spent I think I spent like a month and a half the first time I went back. That though you spent you spent pretty much the whole summer, right? Two months. Nana, how long did you stay in Colombia? Did you stay with that though, or did you come early with me? I think me? you came with me. You stayed there too. I months. stayed long. Uh, every guys, time I've come, it's always been yeah. three well, three weeks or well, more. See, anyway, Two weeks was the shortest. You because since you were younger, you got mm, to spend. Yeah summers in Colombia by the time we were able to go back I was already working so uh, we had the responsibilities I had to come back early because I was working mm -hmm. and I remember but I remember thinking as much as we had fun and partying got along with uh, family and friends and catching mm -hmm. up I remember probably two and a half weeks into it two three weeks into it and I remember waking up and saying where's my purpose like I want to go back to work yeah. I want to make my own money like I I can't sleep in. I want to sleep in. Yeah. When I'm at work, I want to sleep in and I want to it's, not go to work. But then I'm always there. Like you're in there in Colombia and you got it all. Like you get to have your morning coffee and you get to wake up whenever you want to. You get to slack it's off. Still a little bit of a slower pace than like what we're what we're used to. Yeah, like, like but it's like good for a little while. Two but then weeks like, and you're like, okay, I'm ready to go back. You and you're here out. working. And you're like. Oh, I oh, want to go back. Can I just go back to Colombia? <laughs> that, just, that just goes to show you how humans are never satisfied. Never satisfied. But that definitely has a lot to do with the, ethic, the ethics of it. We were forced to work um, at an early age because... Granted, we probably would have eventually worked in Colombia, but yeah. we wouldn't have to have worked at 16 or 17. Well, we have a lot of financial I freedom in Colombia. I love it working so early. Right. Well, I hated it. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But then once I started being financially, like, not stable, because at 16, 17, you're not financially stable. Yeah. But having your own money and being able to help at home... Or being able to take my mom purpose. out, even it gave if, me a purpose. yeah, even if you know, even if all we could afford with our five dollar, what, what did we make? Milk. Five five dollars and fifteen cents <laughs> or five seventy five that we made an hour at Pizza yeah. Hut. <coughs> I remember just being super excited to take mom out for coffee or going to Jack in the Box. I was like the so, grocery guy. Like I remember that. I got all the snacks. <laughs> no, but I, I remember that since we work really close to a Kroger's, I remember like oh, before yeah, you, we went to the apartment, I would like mm -hmm. get the milk, get the stuff. And it was not like a huge grocery, it was just the fact of me getting milk, getting the it, bread felt, it felt it good. Felt like it, I felt good. Yeah. yeah. Felt I mean good. it was it, like you said, it gave us a purpose, it gave us ethical um <laughs> COVID. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, the water. The water went down the wrong way. And I'm like, I do not have COVID. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it forces to learn at an early age. And it's so normal here, but it's not normal in Colombia to be working at 16 yeah. and 17. At 16 and 17, you're still having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, before we end it, I have one or two questions. And I want you guys to share this with me. Okay. One. You have a question uh, wait, for us or our listeners? For, for us, for us. Oh, and cool, and cool, we okay. can have our listeners to share their opinions or, or, oh, like, or their experiences and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, one of the things, like, like, growing up, like, I don't know if it happened to you guys, but, like, for example, like, what was, like, the, like a funny story, like, with, like, the whole English, like, misunderstanding and stuff like that? Uh, I can give you an example. Like, I remember going into ESL class and my teacher 
asking me, uh, like, how old are you? And I said, like, good, thank you. <laughs> and all the class was just laughing their butts off on me. And they were, they were asking me, like, how old are you? Like, I, was, like, I guess the whole English thing. And I still remember that, like, like if it was yesterday. Yeah. Wow. So, like, I don't know. Like, what was yours? I don't think I have, I don't think I have a experience, per se, of, like, English miscommunication. I just always remember my mom telling me, which I actually don't remember this, but I always remember my mom telling me that I came home crying because I didn't know how to say where, like, can I go to the bathroom or where's the bathroom? (laughs) And like, that was just not something I like yet knew. And I think I had this in my notes that it took me about a year and a half to fully (laughs) have an English conversation. Like it took me, it's still a while to like be comfortable with the language. Um, but no, I mean, I feel like to this day, I still have words. Like, yeah. um, I have like, yeah, like my S's and my C's and it's just... <laughs> yeah, that's me. Like, I can't really remember an, a particular time. Like I mm-hmm. said, because I was so close-minded, I really didn't care the times okay. that I was made fun of. So I don't really remember. However... <laughs> Oh, gosh, I can only imagine Mohammed's face hearing me say, however, Uh he makes fun of me the way I say it. Um, The, I cannot say my V's and V's, and I cannot pronounce my C-H's. So, for example, I said cherry funny. I think I might have have said it right there because I was being more conscious. But when I'm having a conversation, I said some things funny yeah um so i do do have certain Mm -hmm. words that come out like what did she just say i noticed that like the less i worry about the way i was gonna it's gonna say like it's gonna come out with me the more like the better it comes out yeah like like, for example like there's a word like focus Focus. but see like right now if i think about it then Mm -hmm. i think i say it wrong yeah but when i'm not even thinking about it it comes out right yeah so at work <laughs> There's a, this is a funny oh gosh if my coworkers are listening especially uh, Ursuloka um, at the at the at the bank at work at work we had a, <laughs> we had a, we had a, um, oh, a phrase <laughs> to because we were like so cool or whatever we start shouting at work and our phrase was is there coke in the fridge that meant like. Are there any members around so that you can publicly shout? Well, I would say not Coke, but say something else, and my coworkers will always laugh. Oh, no. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I'm, is it Colombian okay, like no, that? Instead no. of saying is there Coke in the fridge, I would say is there Coke. In the fridge. Oh my god. So, <laughs> but I never like said My it. little like naive brain uh. was like, listen. <laughs> but oh my god, okay, so you hear, you talk about any of my coworkers, and even now at certain meetings, they yeah. still say it, and I just turn oh, so red. No, so you I guess don't that, is, do that. <laughs> so that is my, my, my word, and then I just change it to, is there a drink? <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, I can't say this word, so I'm just gonna change it. Yeah, so yeah. for me, it's certain words, and since we speak so fast in Spanish, when I speak fast in English, then that's when words start like, yeah. what are you saying? And yeah. I, le- I learned to tone it down because I used to speak fast yeah. because of like you're saying in Colombia, being from Quindío, which is called Paisas, we speak too fast. And, and I mean, and my Spanish is very, very strong. And 
it's very like fluent and everything, but I still like you know. You're all right. She's <laughs> what are you thinking about? Did I just say another inappropriate <laughs> word? I'm just thinking how like this is like the most candid we can be <laughs> because we like literally keep going up on like topics. I know. Like, keep I on going. And this is <laughs> sorry, sorry, Nana. No, it just makes me laugh. Are we gonna? Right are we then. gonna are we gonna keep this topic as moving to the US or are we just gonna keep right. it as like all because we hey, promised you asked, we, you asked. no yes we <laughs> promised our listening we're like oh yes this is gonna be such a sweet like sweet thing for you to listen it's like now you're gonna have to break down this episode we're right. not sorry <laughs> it is what it is I guess we, we we did say it last episode that like when we had guests we're like I don't think 20 minutes is gonna do it like no, 20 especially when you have your oldest sister that can talk just as much as you two. I know we're such <laughs> talkers and it's funny I'm because I'm telling you we're not gonna be able to keep a four hour conversation two hour conversation into like this is minutes. yeah like, it's, it's a miracle what? it's almost an hour into it <gasps> what's the what's the other question what's the other question no, before no, no, no more Mariana questions. hangs no. us no. oh my it's gosh over an, an hour, hour already, and 30 so, no, 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 no 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 an hour and three we, we might do part two we, we can do part two part, we can do part two Let's no we see. I'm gonna break this episode into two parts <laughs> <laughs> two parts but um but like okay so so uh <laughs> well then so go ahead and ask the second question if she's gonna break no, it that was, that was all like uh <laughs> like of course like we talked about like the difference like i don't know like do we talk about the difference between colombia and the u.s uh, yeah, I think I, I, think I brought the up education. the education. I know you talk about the whole. I think a little bit, but I do think that that could be. We could touch back on that another yeah. time. I think the biggest one was like you brought up like the school schedule in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Your your academic schedule is usually from, uh, like you said, February to December, and yeah. that's a full academic year. Here, it's from August to May. With yeah. um, and they have different winter breaks because the winter break. It's short for it's no, it's long for them, mm-hmm. and then the summer break is it's um, shorter for them, but it's for us it's backwards. We have it long av- summers, short winters. Yeah. Right, so. and it avoids the whole issue of oh, my kid, it's not five, it cannot start school yet. Yeah. If you're not born before school starts in August, then you're gonna have to be held back. Over there, you just go from January to December practically. But also, the biggest shocker for me was. The teachers do not change rooms like they do in Colombia. Oh, that's like true. In Columbia, we we stay in our room. Yeah. Is it, it wasn't it that our teacher was the same teacher for all the subjects? Not yeah. all. Of, not all of them. You would be in the same classroom with the same people. Our all English year teachers long. was the same all through. But like, I mean, you teachers. went to a different school. Like for example, like I'm thinking yours. You had it like more like the U.S. type of style, even though it wasn't just one room. In, I think in in like Mariana's school and my school. It was more like one teacher taught, like, she taught, like, two, three different, like, subjects. Hmm. I don't remember it being like that in the Le- in Leon. Like, we had the English teacher, and we had the arts teacher, we had the PE teacher, mm. math teacher, science teacher. Perhaps, uh, like, the science, perhaps the math teacher would teach regular math and then, like, calculus and physics and things like that. But it was mostly... Um, it was mostly you in the same room all day long with the same classmates and it's the teachers, whether you had the same teacher for more than one class or not, they were the ones that moved around. Yeah. Not you like here where you have to, I think it's, it makes sense because it's quicker for you. <laughs> it's easier to keep students in one room organized than, and have the teachers move around than here. 
it would yeah. avoid a lot of people yeah. skipping class truancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was probably like the like, whole pass thing. Like in Colombia, we didn't have whole pass. No, but it's also it's also less um, less students in one yeah. building. So we were talking True. about like oh, yeah, definitely. thousands and hundreds Gosh. of schools, especially. Like, I still now. remember like if my school graduated, it was probably about twenty five people. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because you they, have like class, if, if you have there's only class one class. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like my yeah. class, my 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 school that I went to, that private school, it had A, B, C, and D, and then you had about. 30 kids in each class so yeah. you had 6a 6b it was smaller than the u.s oh classes, yeah definitely my class was almost like what 1100 almost 1200 people. mine was only like 600 but i think we were only like Gosh. the second or third graduation. you guys recall class. my graduation it was like four people walking in stage at the same time i actually don't remember no it no, was four so. people three and, and, four and we're people bees walking. so <laughs> we and had we to sit through bees, all of us right yeah. you just went through a drug graduation from from school like from university you were like oh. what second row first row i was in the first row <laughs> yeah and then i had to sit through the whole, the whole thing. thing i think i had to sit oh. through like two three more hours out in high school i was the second row and well, yeah, I think we I was first BA. row. Well, I was first BA, row. Yeah. No, I was second row because, of course, first my class second. was bigger. Mm-hmm. But imagine, like, it was three plus hours in seating, just waiting to just go. Like, I already have my diploma. Can I just go? <laughs> in yeah. Colombia, after that many hours, you're already partying, <laughs> <laughs> celebrating. But I think, but I think we talked in every like in like the little bit that we like the little bit like throughout this whole <laughs> podcast, we talked about the little difference. Like, for example, like having a car, not having a car. Yeah. Like the school kids. So mm-hmm. like the, the things like that so i mean if you have a school a car in high school in colombia you are really really because <laughs> it doesn't really happen much no, no it, wasn't, it wasn't a necessity either because no. you could walk anywhere and i feel like it's even better because if you exclude yourself to only like your car right like the times that you get to talk with people it's like during that process of like being in the car bus or waiting for the bus or like yeah. All of that, it's it's social time. So. I used to take a I used to take a pillow and a blanket with me to school because <laughs> oh I got picked up so early. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna relieve all of y'all from the hour plus episode that this is. Again, we gave you a forewarning that when guests are here, yeah. it was gonna happen. This is still test trial. So. I cannot wait for Hans' uh, opinion, opinion on this right? long. He's gonna be like, careful what you wish Oh, he's for. very opinionist. Like, he, he, he's gonna give me his best good, opinion, uh, so that's good. But I wanna first, like you mentioned it earlier, it was Teacher's Day, so yes. I wanna say thank you to all the teachers. They're yes. going through a hard time now with yes. how crazy the school year COVID-19. has been. COVID-19. Yeah. I could not be a yeah. teacher. Yeah, so. Alejandra Malale, like, she's a teacher, so shout out to you automatically and to any teachers out there, um, no. period. Because Especially it's, with today's kids. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. But, um, Tato, I th- like, before um, we go into what we're going to do our next episode on, um, do you want to close it out with a quote of the quote. day? Quote mm-hmm. of the day. You missed 100% of the shots you don't take. I like that. So just go out there and say a lot more things, yes to things. So um, next episode, we're going to talk about being vulnerable and how we overcome just being stuck in our comfort zone. And I think both um, that's been our mission for both Tato and I and and a lot of everybody around us because we're just trying to be more comfortable with what we do. And uh, since we said, since this podcast is so long and you, 
I don't know if you want to keep it all in one podcast or you want to break it. So if you I'll break it. I'll do it one, but I'll okay. recommend it. Um, you guys, we won't be offended if you break it down into yeah. listening. Get have your a bit. coffee <laughs> or your alcohol. Coffee in. I feel like yeah. we should do like a coffee gift card, like right. shout out. We can do that. We can do that. A raffle. And uh, thank you for Luisa for being here. Yes. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you for being here. And we'll probably have Luisa in our podcast more often. Yeah. yeah. She's going to be part of a lot of our experiences too. So we can do that. And so we're excited. So again, thank you so much. Follow us on at Talklandia on Instagram. We do have, oh, merch. We oh, have yeah. our merch. We're all wearing it currently right now. It's we'll so comfortable. We'll put a picture. Yes, we, we'll, we'll get our live pictures wearing it. But uh, you could get your, your hands on some of them. We have both the Talklandia logos, and we've got plenty of designs for you, mm-hmm. and also our, our yes, our motto of um, choose to love yourself and choose to love others. So get your hands on those again if you have an October birthday. Yeah. Let us know because we want to make sure that you guys are being acknowledged because we really appreciate the support and we love the feedback that we're getting. Yeah, and our link to the. To the website for the for the, the church is on our on Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's on the bio. Uh, so I want to close it out. I want to say thank you again. You guys have a great week, and thank you to Luisa thank for you, being here. You. And our listeners, we love you guys. Bye. Bye.